Good morning and welcome uh, to Christmas Eve candlelight service. We're going to begin with uh, some pre-service music before the service begins at 6 o'clock. But I'm glad to see each of you here. And when we get to communion, just follow directions of the uh, ushers.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray together. O oh God, our Father, You have brought us again to the glad season when we celebrate the birth of Your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Grant that His Spirit may be born anew in our hearts this day and that we may joyfully welcome Him to reign over us. Open our ears that we may hear again the angelic chorus of old. Open our lips that we too may sing with uplifted hearts. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward all. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
please remain standing as the Christ candle is lit. seated. Give attention to the reading of the story, the story that is part of us. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. And so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth, birth to her firstborn, a son. And she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom His favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed and what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we are indeed as amazed as they were that first day and night. Here all these years later, we still stand in wonder as we still look and gaze upon that baby. And we pray this day that that baby will become part of the lives of everyone here and the lives of 
many more around the world this day. We thank you, O Lord, for your Holy Spirit that is with us this evening as we celebrate the advent and birth of Christ this Christmas. We pray in your name. Amen. There were two men that went to the train station with a friend. The train was late, so they sat down at the restaurant for a cup of coffee. They talked, they drank, they forgot about the train. Suddenly they heard the announcement that the train was departing. So they got up and they started running and they ran down the tracks as the train was pulling out of the station. And two of them jumped on the car and made it. And the third man was just not fast enough. And the third man slowed to a stop, watched the train depart. And then he started laughing uncontrollably. And one of the passerbyers heard him laughing, saw him laughing and said, what are you laughing for? You just missed your train. And he replied, you're right. I did miss my train. What is funny is that those two men that got on the train, they came to see me off. I think sometimes we're like those guys. Sometimes we miss the train and other times we get involved and on board the things that we're not supposed to be part of. And because of that, many of us miss Christmas. We miss it. We don't miss the day. We might not even miss a service like tonight. But somehow or another we miss the very fact that God came to this earth in the form of a baby. We miss the baby. Many people miss the baby. Now the first person, in my opinion, that missed the baby in the original story was the innkeeper. In those days, inns were kind of like hostels. Uh, you just come and spread your mat on the floor and you slept there as long as there was room. There was not much room that night because of the senses everybody had traveled. If the innkeeper had known that the baby to be born that night was the Son of God, don't you think he would have found some space? But he missed the baby. He was just too plain busy with running his business or making a living or saving for retirement or whatever else business that he was involved in. He missed the baby. He missed the one that was the promised one for all mankind. Friends, I tell you tonight, don't miss the baby. Don't miss the baby tomorrow and the next day and the next by being distracted by the world. It's a poor substitute. Don't miss the baby. You know other travelers that day missed the baby. Think about all those people in Bethlehem. Right there that baby was right under their noses. You know I often think about what would happen if someone really important came to our town. Maybe the Queen of England. And there was no room at the local hotel. Do you think maybe some of us might offer up our bed to her? Of course we would. But no one thought that night to do that for Mary because they missed the baby. Too many concerns, too many worries. Calendars too full, just too busy to squeeze in a visit to a tiny baby. 
My friends, I think if there's one thing that is true in all of our lives is that we are very, very busy. We're very busy trying to get somewhere or to come from somewhere. We're busy trying to do things, accomplish things. And so often we stop. We stop to stop. We stop to stop and take time for the baby. And we miss the baby. Don't miss the baby. Don't miss the baby. You know, another group of characters that is in the story that come along a little bit later, but they're still part of the story, are the wise men. They had somehow or another discerned that something special was going on in Bethlehem. Might have been that star that appeared. Could be uh, that they had heard some things. It might be that they knew some things. But they followed this star. And they come to Jerusalem, and so they decided to go to the place they did think that someone would know something. It's kind of like going to City Hall, right? They went to, the, to Herod's palace, the king, at the time to inquire about where this baby, this special person, might have been born. And you would think that they would know. Herod didn't know. Herod was not too excited really to hear about this competitor being born. He missed the baby too because he was scared of what he might lose. There are many today who live like Herod. They're scared that this baby will take away their freedom, their careers, their time, their ambition, their recreation. They're not willing to let this baby be crowned king in their lives. And so they miss the chance to live a perfect life, a perfect life that God has created just for them. So this Christmas, please, please, let that baby come into your life and let it have a prime purpose in your life, a primary place in your life. Don't miss the baby like Herod did because you're jealous of a competitor. Now, it's interesting in the story that Herod actually caused the religious leaders, advisors, to come and tell him uh, what they know. Here are these people from a far country who are inquiring about this baby, but, you know, I haven't heard a thing about it, so how, what do you guys know? You advisors. Well, what, isn't it interesting that they knew? They knew from the prophecies in the Holy Scriptures that this child would be born. They knew that this child would be born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem's not very far from Jerusalem where the palace was. And yet, they didn't go themselves to look and inquire about this baby. Can you believe that? Imagine, they missed the baby because of their indifference. They didn't think they needed anything. They thought things were good enough. And so they missed the very prophecy that had finally come true. Many people today think that they are good enough. They're good enough to impress the world and maybe even God without the baby. But my friends, they won't and they can't. We need that baby. We need this baby if we're going to be right with God. And without this baby, we have no chance of pleasing God. So, there were four groups that night, and I'm sure there probably were more, any more along the way, and have been throughout the centuries. Some, though, miss the baby because they're just too distracted. Don't be too distracted. 
Others missed a baby because they just can't fit that baby into their calendar of events. Some don't do that. Find time for the baby every day, every week. Some missed a baby because they're too scared to let that baby take control of their lives. They can't see how a little child can lead them. My friends, let that little child lead you. And others missed a baby because they're indifferent or they're ignorant of their need for this Jesus. This Christmas, I pray, you won't forget to see the baby. But you'll think about the baby, you'll behold the baby, you'll love the baby. For friends, when you look into the eyes of this baby, you see the heart of God. You see the heart of God in the eyes of this baby. Amen.
The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And you created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. And when we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity. You made covenant to be our sovereign God. And you spoke to us through your prophets. In the fullness of time, you gave your only Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. And at his birth, the angels sang, Glory to you in the highest and peace to your people on earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. is your son Jesus Christ. And as Mary and Joseph went from Galilee to Bethlehem and there found no room. So Jesus went from Galilee to Jerusalem and was despised and rejected. As in the poverty of a stable Jesus was born, so by the baptism of his suffering death and resurrection he gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death and you made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. And as your word became flesh, born of woman, on that night long ago, so on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, he gave thanks to you, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by His blood. By your Spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at His heavenly banquet. Through your Son Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Those who are assisting me, if they would come forward at this time to receive, and then after they have received, we will come down uh, there to these two stations. Uh, you are to come down the center aisle, partake, and then go back to side aisles. The ushers will be here to help and direct.
Let us pray. Eternal God, we give thanks for this holy mystery in which you've given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your Spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now, if the acolytes would start our light, candles lighting, and then we will stand and sing hymn 239 as once the candles get started.
may the God of Christmas always bless you and keep you and smile and turn His face towards you and give you His peace. Amen.